introduction. A reading from the book of Genesis. God said to Noah and to his sons with him, See, I am now establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you and with every living creature that was with you, all the birds and the various tame and wild animals that were with you and came out of the ark. I will establish my covenant with you that never again shall all bodily creatures be destroyed by the waters of a flood. There shall not be another flood to devastate the earth. God added, This is the sign that I am giving for all ages to come of the covenant between me and you and every living creature with you. I set my bow in the clouds to serve as a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow appears in the clouds, I will recall the covenant I have made between me and you and all living beings so that the water shall never again become a flood to destroy all mortal beings. The word of the Lord. Lord, let your mercy be upon us as we place our trust in you. Lord, let your mercy be upon us as we place our trust in you. For the from the first letter of St. Peter. Beloved, Christ suffered for sins once, the righteous for the sake of the unrighteous, that he might lead you to God. Put to death in the flesh, he was brought to life in the spirit. In it he also went to preach to the spirits in prison, 
who had once been disobedient, while God patiently waited in the days of Noah during the building of the ark, in which a few persons, eight in all, were saved through water. This prefigured baptism, which saves you now, it is not a removal of dirt from the body, but an appeal to God for a clear conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, with angels, authorities, and powers subject to him. The word of the Lord. to you. Brothers and sisters, may our Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. The Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert, and he remained in the desert for 40 days, tempted by Satan. He was among wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. And after John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The gospel of the Lord. Good morning. And how are you? I was in Baton Rouge, Louisiana yesterday speaking at a men's conference, a thousand men. And uh, it was funny because when I sat there and I said, good morning, how are you? They all cried out, blessed, because a lot of them listen to this homily every week. And so it's funny when you get there and you find all these people that are with us every week. Even though I was there, I was was the first uh, speaker, got done at 9 o'clock, ran and got into the airport and left there at 10.25, so it was a very fast morning in that there. But the bishop of the diocese was sitting over here, and I kept looking, and he kept squirming. (laughs) I'm thinking, oh, dear, you know. So I I not only have the effect there, I all over the place. But today I want to focus on just the first 
sentence of the gospel. And again, I've been preaching on this stuff for 34 years, but it didn't hit me as much as it hit me today uh, or when I've been praying about uh, what to preach on. And it just the opening line is the spirit drove Jesus into the desert. The other translations and the other gospels, it said the spirit led Jesus into the desert. And usually when we focus on Lent and Easter, we talk about the Holy Spirit at the end of Easter, right? On Pentecost Sunday. And we do a whole thing on the spirit as we always do and we'll do here. But it's interesting that Lent for Jesus began with the Holy Spirit. And so I'm thinking it got to begin with us this Lent too. That we need to begin these 40 days of Lent with the Holy Spirit. Not just our things of what am I going to do and different things, but how the Spirit needs to take full control of my heart and my life if I'm going to be living the life of Jesus Christ. Huh? So, the first thing that you and I got to do is make sure that the Spirit leads me in prayer. Now, when we talk about the Spirit leading us in prayer, remember the Word of God says, Paul says, that we do not know how to pray as we ought. So, is that a true statement? Is that a true statement? Yes. So none of us know how to pray as we're supposed to. No matter if you've done the same prayers every day. No matter if this saint said, you got to say this prayer every day and the Blessed Mother will appear to you after 40 days of saying the prayer. Heresy! Whenever we think that we're going to make God do something by saying our prayers and just by doing the same prayers every day, of course, someone else's prayer that we have memorized and we think it's a good idea because we like it. That's why I was just with all these men. There was a thousand men there yesterday. I'm just thinking, why is it when we go around and we do these things, the people aren't alive, fully alive in God? And I just think... The core reason is because we don't live life in the Holy Spirit. We pray without the Holy Spirit. We deal with temptation without the Holy Spirit. That's why everybody falls. We live life without the Holy Spirit. And that's why it doesn't take. And so here's God saying, listen, I'm giving you my power. I'm giving you my dynamite. I am living inside of you. Let me help you. Let me do it. So before we ever enter into prayer, Spirit of the living God, take over. And as I've said before, even when you make the sign of the cross in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the living God, if we really just don't go through the motions, go through the motions, go through the motions, and if we really enter into that and we pray that and we mean it, the simple sign of the cross, God, the Spirit, takes us and brings us up into the intimacy of the Trinity. Think about it. If every time we enter into prayer, we know that we are entering into the intimacy of the Trinity. 
I'm not just saying a bunch of memorized words to a God who may or may not up there, uh, be up there. I'm not just saying a bunch of words that make myself feel better because I promised once that I'll say this prayer every day. Again, you can be an atheist and atheist and atheist and do all those things. I'm trying to get us alive in God. And the way we get alive in God is through his Holy Spirit. So you make sure that every time, now everybody can do this. Beginning today, never enter into prayer without first surrendering to the Holy Spirit. Period. Can everybody do that? (laughs) Oh, we're going to where it's warm. That's all I'm saying, and it's not hell. Someone tried to tell me last night I'm going to hell, and I said, for lots of reasons. But anyway, yes! we got to start praying with the Holy Spirit. You know, why do you come here every day and listen to a crazy priest if you don't sit there and at least try to do what he tells you? Not for my sake. I'm just telling you how to really let your prayer life go to the next level. And part of the penance of uh, Lent is prayer. So just think if we start praying in the power of the Holy Spirit every time we pray, our lives will be transformed. The second thing is the Spirit led him into the desert and there in Matthew's gospel to be tempted by Satan. So again, we've talked about this before. If you and I want to conquer temptation in our lives, we cannot do it. huh? We have people, like I was talking to someone a couple of weeks, isn't it amazing? This person says, I go to confession every two weeks, Father. And I go, ah, let's see there. What is the fruit of you going to confession? Is it the changing of your life? Have you stopped sinning that particular sin that you've sinned? No. I said that it's not working now, is it? You're not doing it. Just because you're going and doing these things, it ain't going to work. I promise you it ain't going to work. I don't care who tells you what. It ain't going to work until you start dealing with temptation, not by you trying harder, but by you surrendering more to the spirit of the living God. So the dynamite of God, which is what the spirit is, will come and help you deal with temptation. You will never, ever win over temptation by you trying harder. You can go to confession every single day and not win over temptation. Because it's what you're doing instead of the spirit of the living God doing it inside of you. So what does that mean? Again, know who you are. Today, this is Mark chapter 1, verse 12. Mark chapter 1, verse 11 says what? Jesus was baptized. The spirit of the living God came upon him. And what did God hear? What did Jesus hear? You are my beloved son, and I'm pleased with you. So, when we start listening to God instead of the evil one, when we know this is who I am, I am beloved to my father. I am his son. I am his daughter. And then he just says, now go into the desert and try to do this by yourself. I want to watch you as you try to struggle with Satan. Oh, yeah, you're messing up. (laughs) I knew you would. He says, I'll give you my power so you have the power over Satan. You and I have power over Satan because of the Holy Spirit. So you got to know who you are. I am beloved to God. You have the power. 
power of God inside of you. The Holy Spirit. So you got to get out of the way and let him take over. I'm being tempted right now, God. Uh, can, you handle with it? can you handle this? I can. Will you let me? Uh, uh, that means you have to give over control. Uh, and we all love control, don't we? Even when it comes to fighting with Satan and we keep losing and losing and losing and losing and we still don't get it. The Spirit of God, the dynamite of God can control every temptation in your life if you give it to him. And so then what does he do? He takes the, whole, he takes the Word of God and shoves it down the devil's throat. I've told you this many times. So in your struggle with temptation, you don't do it by yourself. You know you're beloved to God. You know that you have God's power within you. And then the Word of God, which is Jesus, the power of God, you memorize whatever thing you struggle with and you put in there. Uh, temptation, scriptures that help with lust. You memorize one or, uh, one or two of those verses and you shove it down the devil's throat. Isn't it amazing? It all has to do with God and not you and me. Isn't that amazing? How we'll finally start winning over temptation instead of going to confession. I think I have to go every day, Father. I think you have to surrender more and let God have his power and work in you side to side of you more is what you need to do. Now, you'll get the grace to confession. But if you're not doing the other part, it's not going to work. Two, three, we got to start, I'm going over. We got to start living by the power of the Holy Spirit. So again, every day when you and I do our life and live our life, Jesus lived his life by the power of God, not by his own power. So every day when you begin your day in prayer and you say, Spirit, help me to live your will today. Because the Spirit is God, right? So if, you, if, if holiness is when God's will and our will become one, then when the Spirit of the living God and I give him permission, then the Spirit that lives inside of me will always conform himself and ours, ourselves to God's will. Now we'll live Not what we want to do today, but what God created us and gave us another day of life to live. Huh? When we start doing this, our lives will be transformed. And again, how can you tell if your life's being transformed or not? I stopped sinning, Father. (sighs) Still all about you now, isn't it? How can you tell when your life and God's life and the fruit of that is there? Remember, I've told you a million times, fruit always has to do with other people. So when the fruit in Jesus said, you'll always be able to tell a tree by its fruit. Not because they just stopped sinning, which is part of the fruit. But it's now you're living your life for others. You're giving your life away every day. People are coming to know Jesus Christ just by knowing you. You see what happens when we surrender and use that Spirit of God? When we start Lent in the Holy Spirit instead of us and our intentions and our will and our making things better? It's all about God. So, today... (sighs) will I begin praying by the Holy Spirit every day? Will I stop trying to deal with temptation by trying harder and surrendering more and letting God himself deal with my temptation? And will I live my life every day not doing what I want, but doing what God wants? 
hearts by my full surrender to God's Spirit. That's the call. Will we respond? May each of you know his love today and forever.